It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Chiefs fans, football fans, podcast fans alike, welcome aboard. I'm Jordan Foote, and this is the Roughing the Kicker podcast, the Kansas City Chiefs podcast in association with Arrowhead Report. As always, I hope you guys are having a wonderful day. Thanks for making us a part of it. And with that said, let's jump into a Thursday show. I've got two guys here with me. We're doing a three-man pod for, man, the first time in a while, I think, since last year. Since Tucker. Yeah, since the Tucker Franklin era. A much cooler guest here today than Tucker Franklin. We have Zach Eisen with us today. Um, and also cooler than Tucker Franklin, we have Connor Christofferson. Guys, how are we doing? I guess we'll start with Connor since he is already looking like he wants to say something. I just want to say I don't rate seltzer, so I don't know if I am cooler than Tucker <laughs> because that's got to be like that's worth something, right? His his opinions Negative. on seltzers. Negative. Oh, that's fair. It's it really depends on how you feel about seltzers, hmm. whether you think that's a positive or a negative. But um, I try to make up for it in other ways, um, namely being taller. I respect that. Tucker's kind of a short dude. Like I, I love Tucker to death, but he he's a little bit of a short I'm gonna be, dude. Jordan, when when we met first in person, I thought you were gonna be shorter than him. So really there. And then he's him being like five eight and you being like six two really threw me off for like a minute straight. It was just <laughs> yeah, like I remember I was just that like now. Shook. Yeah, yeah. Cause I was I'm like, I knew I would be around in the middle because I'm six foot, but then it was just completely opposite of what I was expecting. So that really and it was a Royals game, which was I think they lost, which you oh, know, yeah, they, the maybe he had two home runs after he was like right. batting one eighty or something all year. It was bad. Yeah. Zach, how tall are you? I'm six two. So six two, um, six two closer guys. to Jordan's height. Yeah. All over six feet here. Yeah. yeah. The tall the man club. pod. Yeah. We we're could the, form a basketball team. We're the new uh, Chiefs wide receivers. That. All tall. That's where they're going. Zach, speaking of which, how are you doing? What's new? It's been probably a few weeks, I think three weeks, at least since you've been on the pod. What's new? Uh, nothing much. Uh, enjoying the end of basketball season. Now um, it's a free agency. And once that winds down, then it'll be football time. So I'm excited for that. Yeah, I it moves so fast. Like I was just talking last week, oh, the NBA is over, blah, blah, blah. But then like summer league is going to be here before we know it. And the draft just came. Um, training camp will be here in less than a month, I believe, or right around a month as people are right listening to this. So it's going to be freaking wild. Um, you might have just heard fireworks going off in the background. My wonderful neighbors are starting a little bit earlier every year it seems last year it was like june 30th this year it was like june 25th lighting stuff off and they don't stop until like july 15th it's like almost keep, a month-long thing they're gonna keep going back until they hit new year's and then it's uh socially acceptable again yeah it's very annoying i i'm not huge fans of them i hope they don't listen to the podcast but they also may not know which ones i'm talking about but they are the only house on the block so that really narrows it down probably the only people to do fireworks now yeah anyway there's a we few. do have a few. yes offensive fireworks now i skipped the question we're going to answer the most important one first guys we're going to do mm. buy or sell zach this was his idea i'm going to let him i i can't let him start actually because it's a question about him <laughs> and he's going to deflect um, basically, guys, we're going to buy or sell these hot takes and opinions that people posted on Twitter. Very cool idea from Zach. Um, we're going to start with Christian Gumminger. <clears throat> Excuse me. His hot take. Zach has the best hair in Chiefs media. Connor, are you buying or selling that take? And no pressure because you're only looking at Zach right now on the podcast. I It's up there. He might be top five, but uh, I think he's definitely man above us. The big man above us has pretty good hair, Mr. Josh Briscoe, um, and also Maddie Lane and Ken Swanson. They, they're always clean cut over at KCSN. So 
I prefer the longer hair, as you can see. So I, I like Zach's look, but I think, I don't know if he'd be number one out of all of them. Zach, what do you think? Like yeah. honest rate of your hair compared to Chiefs Media. You can be flamboyant if you want to be. No, no, this is, this is a sell, easy sell for me. Um, <laughs> right now, I mean, my hair's a little grown out, overgrown, so I need a haircut. But besides, even when it's in its prime, I wouldn't say, maybe I'll take top five, but I wouldn't take the number one spot. Like, like uh, Craig said, uh, Craig Stout said on Twitter, he said, I'm the Chris Jones to Ken's Aaron Donald. I'll take that. You know, it's, it's a fair comparison. Yeah, I I have Kent forever in my notes here, and it's not an indictment on anyone else. Kent, number one, but I have Zach and Tucker Franklin taking two and three. I think Tucker, okay. and this is because he just started growing it out. I, I like the look. I think it's cool. That's true. Um, and I also roasted the living hell out of him to begin the podcast. So I'm going to balance that out with Tucker and Zach. Uh, rounding out my top three, but that's I still don't know, Jordan. I don't even know if you have hair because you always wear a hat. <laughs> me and me and Josh had this conversation on Tuesday, I think, um, about like attire for professional settings. And I was like, Do you consider RTK like a professional setting? Like, I, I don't know, it's kind of a gray area. He's like, Well, you're just gonna wear a t-shirt and a backwards head anyway. And I was like, Yeah, you're probably right. So <laughs> now that you say that. I'm going to like go on strike until football season's back. I will not wear a hat until then you have my word. I mean, it's just following the schedule of there's nothing happening in June and July. So that's fair. Yeah. I I have it slicked back and like, sometimes it's annoying because like it's in that awkward phase where it's not quite where you want it to be, but it's also, you don't want to cut it yet. And it's been like that for about a month. So I'm trying really, 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 really hard to not get a haircut. Very familiar with that as a person who's grown his hair out twice in the last two years. Yeah. More important questions. Um, This one is extremely important, though. Don't get me wrong. Garrett Allen, Chiefs offense will be top three in the league. We'll start with Zach on this one. Are you buying or selling top three in the league? And let's just go either yards or points per game. All right, so I'm going to buy this one. Um, I was looking at some stats beforehand, and the Chiefs, even in a down year, they were first in the league in points per drive and yards per drive. So uh, considering that they're going to still have Mahomes and Kelsey and the running backs, and they're going to have new wide receivers, but they seem like they're building chemistry as well as a strong offensive line. I think that they'll still be top three in those main categories. So I'm going to buy this one. I like I'm it. With I didn't even think about that. You're buying it, Connor? Yeah, I'm with them. Even with Alex Smith, you saw the Chiefs have like top 12 offenses before. Um, so with Mahomes, even though you're projecting without Tyree Kill, I think the Andy Reid-Mahomes combo still with Kelsey too, I think it's enough easily to get that top three offense because they've, they've never even been below it, I believe, with Mahomes. So it's about whether you think Hill is enough to knock him out of there. I personally think they have enough talent wide receiver to sustain it and at least be top three. So by points per game, yards per game, points per drive, whatever you want to do it, DVOA, um, I would take the Chiefs to still be there. I have slowly turned the corner, I think, on the Chiefs offense. Not that I like thought they wouldn't be top 10 or anything. Which, which corner? Season. <laughs> I've turned it in a positive direction. Okay. Um, I even wrote down sell. In my notes, I'll buy it too. I, I mean, they peer pressure. There's going to be a little bit, yes, partially peer pressure, but partially, I don't think the learning curve and the adjustment period is going to be quite as big as people think. Some people are like, oh, it's going to take literally all season for them to get going. Like they still have Patrick Mahomes. The offensive line is still there. You can plug in, I don't want to say plug and play all the wide receiver pieces, but they have guys that can win on their own. Like it's a cohesive unit. It's not going to be a well oiled, like, dominant road grading NFL record setting machine probably until the end of the year, if it gets to that point, but is it still going to be really, really, really freaking good to start probably no matter what. So I think I'm going to buy, even though I wrote down, sell. it's not a slam dunk buy for me. I think top five would be slam dunk buy. Um, I think there's still a chance that they aren't. And it's more of a top five offense, like in the fifth spot. Um, just because there's a lot of good offenses around in the NFL. But I, I would say for my buys, I'm like 60% buying the actual narrative. So that's why I picked buy for this one. 
I mean, I just think it's interesting because you have to look at it's either whatever stat you choose. So it's depending on the stat or, you know, like they say, like, like, for example, last season, like the Cowboys, I think might have been the number one offense um, by statistically. I'm not like that. I think by some there they were. Yeah. Yeah. But like when you go into the playoffs, like who do you fear more? Like the Chiefs offense or the Cowboys offense? Like it it depends on like which Dak Prescott, baby. Yeah. So, I mean, and going back to Connor's point about DVOA, uh, just looked it up. They were top three every year. Mahomes has been the starter in DVOA. So. That's yeah. pretty good. It's pretty, pretty good. good. Um, we'll keep it on Mahomes. R.I.P. Therese Paler. That's a fantastic screen name. I, I noticed that he's kept that all throughout. Um, Pat mm-hmm. is shattering at least one single season record this year. We'll start with we'll start with Connor. No, we'll start with Zach. Actually, we'll start with Zach. Oh, Zach, are you buying and selling? Yeah, I'm um, sorry, Connor. As much as I would love to say bye and like he throws for 56 touchdowns or what's the yardage over 5,500. I think it is now. Yeah. I yeah. So. I think it's 55. Um, as much as I want to say bye, I think it's a sell. And if you were asking me this next year with Juju coming, if Juju came back with MBS and sky back, I would have said probably bye. but just because the, and I know we talked about the learning curve, but I just think that there is going to be, a little bit of a time period where it's going to be a different offense with maybe running game or, you know, they're going to have to adjust scheme. So I, I'm going to sell this one. Yeah. I'm selling too. I uh, think, sorry, yeah. Connor, I cut no, you off. You got, you just, you skipped over me for the first. <laughs> Connor, you're just chopped liver for this just... podcast, man. I, I tried to let you <laughs> yeah, get the drift, go, Jordan. You just haven't got it. Yet. It's all you. Um, I'm going to sell anyways. <laughs> I'm going to start with Connor on like the next five questions. I, I'm going to sell here. I think he could push for passing yards. Like if he really, really, the Chiefs running game just wasn't working and they had to throw and he averaged 320 yards. I think he's led the league in passing yards per game twice already. Definitely the year before last and then possibly the year that he won MVP. Um, He could push for that. I don't think he throws the record in touchdowns and we'll talk about the stat line for him later. Um, I'm selling that. We'll keep it on. Connor, do you have any further um, comments before we move on. I agree with you on it. It would be yards, not touchdowns. I don't see how he would really do touchdowns with the new wide receivers. And I think they're going to run more hopefully in the red zone, mm-hmm. which would the touchdown record is kind of a fluke because you can have a really good offense and a really great quarterback. And it's just, you get rushing yards inside the red zone. And it just so happens that like there was a year, I think Rogers first MVP last two years ago, where they threw at the one yard line for touchdowns like 14 times or something. So it's kind of like, okay, kind of pumping up his numbers here a bit. Um, even though rushing at the one yard line actually is more efficient at scoring touchdowns. Um, but it's Rogers. So I guess they were like, yeah, it's fine. But that one's kind of luck based. The yards, I can believe it happening, but I don't, I wouldn't bet on it. So I'm going to sell as well. Yep. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Uh, Mark Van Sickle, friend of the program, he says McCall Harmony gets all of what would have been Tyreek Hill's touches and goes over 100 combined between catches, rushes, and returns. Connor, combined 100 for Hardman, buy or sell? With returns, I'm going to buy. Um, Tyreek Hill had 111 catches last year, I believe, and over 160 targets. And those have to go to someone. So I think McColl had around 65 or so catches last year. So I don't think it's really a stretch to say some of them will go to him as he's the only um, returning wide receiver on the roster that had significant playing time last year. Uh, So I'm going to buy it. I think it's not like a slam dunk. Like I don't think any of my buys will really be a slam dunk from the ones we got, but I feel like there's a good chance he can step into a Slightly bigger role, maybe not the top wide receiver, but a slightly bigger role and get those uh, 100 combined between catches, rushes, and returns. I like it. Zach, are you on the fence? Are you buying? Are you selling? Yeah, I think I'm on the fence, but I'm going to buy this one too. Um, I think we saw late in the season last year that uh, they implemented more wide receiver screens and getting him behind Kelsey and other blockers. Like I think D-Rob was blocking it a few times, but... Um, so with these bigger receivers like MVS and Juju, I think they're going to have these quick bubble screens to McColl and let him make a play. So um, I'm going to buy this one. I'm going to sell. I don't feel really good about it. He had 80 combined last year, 13 returns, 67 offensive touches. On one hand, he was kind of being a boneheaded, like, 
I don't want to say a goof there in the some return game. Yeah. So he just wasn't great in the return game. So I could see him getting a chance to reset this year, but also if he has a more prominent role offensively, I don't know if they want to increase that. So I'm kind of iffy on returns offensively, 67 offensive touches. Will he get 20 more to get to a hundred? I think he gets about 15. So like, I'm very, very, very close to it. If I had to bet, I'd bet under um, Mark and I actually just did some McCall Harbin props the other day. I hope I'm not contradicting my bet from then, <laughs> but I'll take just under a hundred. I think it's going to be close. Like you guys said, you have pretty good logic for it laid out. I Somebody's got to catch it. Somebody's yeah, got to catch these true. the Tyree kill passes. Yeah. Someone's got to be Tyree kill. Oh, I don't know about that. one. Uh, <laughs> I just said that to piss people off. Cause I've seen people tweet. <laughs> I'm tired of seeing that the Chiefs can't, you know, replace Tyreek. Like, it's true. You can't. Like, they are going to be by committee. It's going to be a lot of. You by can't committee can work, speed. too. That's not like a and negative. I think it's going to. I think having yeah. more options that can win is better, almost better, if not just as good, as having the two guys that can win when they're getting bottled up and they're banged up. Like, if you have five guys that can create instead of two that are really, 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 really good. If you have one that's really, really, really good, one that's good, and then a bunch of decent ones, I, I think they're going to be fine. I I do want to say I would have preferred the alternate reality where we have Tyreek Hill sign Juju. Remember, we had Hill and Juju for like five they days. They did for a little then, bit. Yeah, yeah. And then also draft Sky Moore still. Now, I would prefer that over what we have now for sure, um, which is just basically minus MVS. But, mm-hmm. you know, I still like what they did. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think what people need to understand about the replacing Tyreek Hill stuff is like the guy's built like a running back, but he's as fast as an Olympic sprinter. So it's like, it's so hard to like replicate that because McCole Hardman is fast as hell, but like he's t- like, he's tiny compared to Tyreek Hill, honestly. So mm-hmm. he's slim. He's slim. Yeah. That's the right word. Slim. Thanks, Connor. Yeah. He's slim. A guy who's not slim. Um, not not calling him fat or anything, just bigger. He's a he's a built guy. He's a little thick. Um, uh, Scott Loring is asking about Cam Newton. This is who we're talking about. Yeah, not he Scott. Says Cam Newton. Yeah, not Scott. Um, Scott is normally proportioned. I'm sure. I mean, Cam is too. Anyway, before I just dig myself into a hole of roasting Cam Newton, the take is Cam Newton is backup quarterback. Think specifically about Andy Reid getting gimmicky inside the 10 yard line. Connor, I'm going to kick it back to you, even though I really want to start off with this one. So I think the backup quarterback role in these gimmicky roles is overrated by people when they're just like postulating about how much impact they would have. The more important role that backup quarterback role has is in the film room and like working with that quarterback, which is what Chad Henney has been doing for a while. And that's why they keep bringing him back. Um, Cause they trust him working with Mahomes and pointing out stuff on film and on the sidelines. So while it's fun to imagine it, cam has no arm left and I just don't think the gimmick he plays are worth it. Yeah. Sack. Uh, Jordan, you can go. Cause you were eager. If I'm in charge, I'm buying it because I like cam and I think it'd be fun. Practically there's no way in hell. Like it just doesn't make any sense. Um, cam is shot. It would never happen. I also don't think he wants to be a backup. Like I think he would rather walk away from football than be a backup at this point. I'm not saying he doesn't like the game. I'm just saying he's admitted himself. He can't really do that. I, I believe him that he really can't. He's larger than a lot of the quarterbacks he would be playing with. I think he was larger than Mac Jones. I don't want to say better than Mac Jones, but he was larger than him and the Patriots couldn't handle that. They got rid of him. You put him in, Detroit, he's, he's larger than Jared Goff. There are situations where he just couldn't do it. Even in Kansas City, he wouldn't be larger than Patrick Mahomes, obviously, but I don't think he's at the point where he'd do that. So if I'm in charge, I'd love it to have Cam on the team um, and bring him in if I'm a GM or coach or whatever, but practically no way. Yeah, I'm I'm selling it for the same reasons you did, Jordan. Like if if you put current Cam Newton's skill set on like Mike Lennon, like I'll buy it, <laughs> but like um, because he has like the history of like being a diva and a media star, like that's, you can't have that as a backup quarterback. Like the backup quarterback needs to be the, um, hometown hero. The silent guy just works off to the side. Like doesn't. So, um, first one in last one out, Zach, you know, Yeah. All I'm hearing Zach, we need to trade for chase Daniel. And I agree. 
That's fair. a little sneaky athletic, you know, coaches, Mizzou legend. just a football yeah. guy, just a football Mizzou guy. legend. Yeah. I mean, it's the same reason why, like when people were saying like, Oh, why don't the chiefs just throw the Browns a seventh for Baker and like bring yeah. him in as yeah. a backup. Like it's the he same can't. thing. Like it's too much media drama and like, it's not worth it at that point. So yeah. Yeah. Fun, Fun idea. fact, by the way. Little Uh-oh. little tangent because I mentioned Chase Daniel. I'm literally just tangenting into Chase Daniel for no reason. Um, he's going to earn 41 million dollars in his NFL career this year total, and he started <sighs> five games, I believe. Hell of a career. Can you imagine? That's the best career you could have. He he got hit like so little and earned over 40 million dollars. I love it, and like he's a good dude. Like I mean, he he's earned oh yeah, it, but like. Has he though? You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm not trying to say he has. It, Don't question him as zoo legend like that. He he's a bag chaser and he is a bag secure. And I'm I sure respect it. He, it's the same thing as Chad Henney though. I'm sure he's really good in the film and that's why. Yeah. And he's like a solid uh, spot starter, so that's why he's, he's been just kicking around thing. the year. He's yeah. just Mizzou made. That's all you Smart need. Smart dude, say. good dude. Worth. Uh, he deserves forty million. I'm gonna say that. Yeah. I deserve it more, but I think he does too. All right, I'm going to get us back on track here before we appoint Connor the next uh, backup quarterback for the Chiefs. G. Freddy underscore Chiefs. Clyde Edwards-Alaire, 1,000-plus rushing yards, 1,500-plus total. I'm going to start with this one. I'm going to sell. Mm -hmm. I think he gets 900 or so rushing. I think he gets about 400 receiving. That puts him at 1,300. I I don't buy the Clyde Edwards-Alaire breakout. I buy the Clyde Edwards-Alaire healthy and effective. I don't think that quite gets him 1,500 total yards. Um, I'm going to sell. Don't feel fantastic about it. Could see him getting 1,500 total. I think, Connor, you're going to buy it, right? I'm buying it, man. I loved Clyde out of college, and it's been um, sad seeing his career go the way it has so far. And I will say it's a it's like the 60% buy where I said my buys will be 60. It's like right on 60%. And that's mainly because I think if he stayed healthy, he I would be more confident, but he hasn't been able to stay healthy. So it's basically betting on his health. But if he can stay healthy, we saw a different Clyde at the end of the year last year. And we know he had the gallbladder thing now, and we know he had a high ankle sprain before the season two. People forget that as well. Yeah. Um, I just think he was too banged up last year and he's been banged up for two years now. So it's like, you're kind of betting on that to not be the case, but I just feel like those are freak injuries. He's built really well. I'm just going to buy it. I'm going to, I'm going to bet on him. I'm going to bet on what we saw at the end of last year. I don't think Rojo, I just, I like Rojo as a piece and I'm glad they got him. I just don't know how much they can use him when he has so many deficiencies in the passing game. It's a good point. Zach, what do you think? Yeah, I'm with Connor on this one. Uh, I'm going to buy as well. Um, I think back to week three and four last year where he had back-to-back 100-yard games. And I'm not 100% sure, but I think they were like 17, 18 carries each. So it's not like he's getting like 27 carries and like running him in the ground. Like he's Mm -hmm. getting pretty good production out of it. So um, I could see him breaking off a few 100-yard games and then just trickle trickle in the rest of the yards and uh, get it. And then um, also with the Rojo stuff, like I, I'm going to self-promote here. Uh, I have an article coming out tomorrow about uh, roster prediction. I love and it. I love I have, it so much. I have Rojo on the roster, but the more I look into it, I'm kind of questioning if they move him like a Carlos Hyde move or they just cut him out, right? Because of the non-guaranteed money and him just not fitting in skill set wise as a pass protector and a pass catcher. So um, that's why I'm going to buy Clyde uh, over a thousand rushing yards and 1500 total yards. Was it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So 500 receiving basically. Yeah. yeah. Um, two things off of that real quick. One Larry Johnson, 416 carries that one year. Um, oh. Absolutely. <laughs> Imagine, I think it might've ruined his career by the way. I, I think it did. And I, it's not, it wasn't touches. Like it was carries like carries. he was getting, 20, unless I'm mistaken, I'm like 99.9% sure of his 416 carries, which is what, 20, 25 the game? No. Connor's going to do the math for me. Um, Also, Patrick Mahomes playing through his ankle sprain in 2019, 18, whenever that was, doesn't get talked about enough. A lot of guys get ankle sprains, high ankle sprains are out for six weeks. It derails their whole season. Mahomes is like, eh, you know, just tie up your shoe a little bit tighter. Same thing in the Super Bowl. 
Um, he's tough as nails. So Connor, what was his total carries and what does that average out to? You were right, four sixteen, and that's twenty six a game. So good lord, can you imagine any running different back NFL. that now? And like different Le'Veon NFL. came close in terms of touches, but like he didn't get anywhere near the amount of carries. And I'll say he never. The next year, he only had 158 and only played in eight games. I think he broke his he foot had, that year. And then he had 874, and that was basically the end of his career. Was that so 2007 I, when he started to decline? Yep. Yeah, that was the year Dwayne Bow had like a thousand. That was his rookie season. I don't know why I remember little stuff like that. But and one thing on the uh, the season long stats too. I, everybody should remember it's also 17 game schedules now. So there is it's one true. extra game to get the counting stats. So that's another small reason why I buy Clyde. Another G 800. Oh, sorry. I was going to say, I think he had 800 his rookie year and he missed like three games yeah. or something. So yeah, yeah. it's pr- pretty reasonable. Yeah. You guys are taking me from on the fence on a lot of these to almost wanting to change my answer. This one, I think I will end up changing it. Um, no wide receiver. With a thousand plus <sighs> yards, I'm gonna kick it to Zach for this one. Are you buying that, or do you think a wideout's gonna get a thousand plus? I think this one's the toughest one for me to to choose because yeah. without Tyreek Hill, you don't have a guy, a bona fide like number one guy. So I'm gonna I'm gonna wait. What is it? Not to to not get a thousand yards, right? Yeah, I'm gonna buy that. I don't think okay. any receiver gets a thousand yards. I think that we might get like a Juju 950, uh, MVS mm. 800, a McColl mm-hmm. yep. 750, yep. like those high numbers. But I don't think a thousand, just because of the uh, versatility of the offense and the different pieces that you can put in, I don't know if one guy's going to get the workload to get a thousand yards. Connor? Yeah, I don't think they're going to feature a wide receiver enough to where they can get that thousand yards. And there's enough talent and deep enough in the roster to where they won't. I mean, remember like Marcus Robinson was getting like 600. So they're not afraid to like throw it to guys down on the depth chart. So I think Zach's right in that some of them might get in the 900 range, but I can just see that being it. And it would be like an MVS, like 800 Juju, 900 McColl, 800 sky seven is something like that. And then you remember like, even like, Blake Bell will get like maybe a hundred and like yeah. you can start getting the yards where Mahomes is throwing from there. And then Kelsey, if he gets like 1300, then you're, you're starting to run out of yards there. So I'm going to tentatively sell. It's not, I don't feel good about the sell, but I'm going to tentatively sell. I'm going to go. So if Mahomes averages 300 a game and plays all 17, that's 5,100. You take probably 1200 off the top for Kelsey. You take 950 for Juju. You take 900 for maybe the next closest guy if you want to be liberal with it. You take 800 for the next closest guy. You take 650. 650 for running backs in general, probably. Uh, I was saying the fourth wide receiver. Okay, yeah, that's fine. 650. Yeah, that leaves you 600. So I thought the math wouldn't add up, and that's without running backs and without Blake Bell, without uh, wide receiver four or five. Exactly. So. It's possible. I'm going to buy that no wideout has a thousand. I think Juju, I picked him to have close to it. I picked Hardman to have close to it. I think MBS gets like seven or 800. Um, but I don't think any one wideout is going to get there. If I were to bet on one wide receiver to do it, it would be Juju. And I think Same. he will be 900, probably a bit more. I just don't think he's going to be featured enough to get to 1000 plus. Yep. Big agree. This one is a good one, or I guess he has two of them. Jacob Norcross, the first one, the Chiefs will sweep the AFC West. I'm going to start off. I'm selling that. They're they didn't do it last year. The Chargers, <laughs> I think. Exactly. They didn't do it last year. Denver's better. The Raiders, I don't think, got worse. It's a tough division. It's not an indictment on the Chiefs. No one hates the Chiefs here for saying it. If they go 4-2 and in the AFC West, that is a big old fat eating a W in 2022. Like, that would be just fine. The Chiefs can still dominate the division and go five and one or four and two. They can win convincingly. I don't think they can do that six times. I'm going to bet they go four and two. So I'm going to sell this and they'll Same. split with 
uh, the Raiders and they'll split with the Chargers. I still think they're going to sweep Denver. I think Let's they'll ride. keep that streak alive. Let's I just, but he's so corny. I don't, it's just so bad. Have we had this um, conversation? Did you listen to the Mark yeah, podcast? I think we had it too. We just, I'm out. just Russ is Dude's just a bum. So, Dude's a bum. He's so bad. Um, and he's corny in the worst way possible. Like Eli was corny, but it was in the best way possible. But he's Eli just was, in the worst way. Yeah, Eli was awesome. It's, it's like Russ tries like to be corny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like it doesn't work, man. Please stop. It's like he um, he tries it, to it's make on, everything a movie in his life. Right, and it's on the Broncos for featuring him. So I mean, I get why yes. they're doing it because he's their new quarterback. But like every time they like post something on Twitter with him, it's just like, oh wow. Drew okay. was so much cooler than that. And, and he's not really that cool. Too. Yeah, Drew's kind of a dork, but like he was a cool dork. At least, yeah, I just, I don't, they're not going to sweep the AFC West. There's too many good teams. There's six good teams or six games against good teams. It's just like the odds that they do that with their roster turnover on in the pass catchers and on defense. I just don't think that's possible. I don't think like some people are like fourth in the AFC West and all that. Gar- I just, I don't buy that. That's ridiculous. Yeah. But I don't think they're going six and zero. So, um, especially because I think the Chargers, especially, will take one off them. So, I'll sell. Yep, Zach. How about you? Um, I think I'm actually higher on them going in the division than you guys. I think, like, I was actually debating taking a buy here. I'm gonna oh, sell. Wow. Okay. I'll say I'll say five and one, but like barely. And this is it's part the Chargers. Of it. It's the Chargers. Yeah, the Chargers probably. Um, just because they always give us a tough time, and they're probably their most talented team. Um, probably more talented than us top from top quarterback to matters quarterback matters that's true um what i was going to say is that i feel bad for denver fans because <sighs> the media and put this on all takes exposed the media is hyping them up like they're going to win I the don't super see bowl it. i don't see it and i question if they're even a playoff team and yeah. i think i tweeted out when they got russ um how big of a loss vic fangio was for their defense. Mm-hmm. Like no one understands that. Like that guy made defense. Like remember when Chicago was like number one defense in the league. And then yeah. the next year they fell off. Like that was him. It's Vic Fangio. So I, I wonder what that defense looks like. Uh, Judy and them haven't Judy and the receivers haven't proved to be like only Sutton really has. Yeah. Yeah. But besides that, like they're, they're talking about the weapons are like top in the league. I'm like, they're, they're decent. Like, yeah. They are potential. They like, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's I'm not really afraid of the Broncos. Um, all takes expose me all you want. Um, and probably the Chargers, like you said, the Raiders. They, they, that, what did they take one off us in the Patrick Mahomes era? That's it. The one. I think it was yeah, one or two. Lap. There was that one. Oh, no, there it was two, I think, then. Because there was that game where there was like four plays near the end zone. Oh, yeah, 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 the yeah. Game yep. With penalties. Yep. But Mahomes yep. wasn't the quarterback uh, then. No, I don't think he was, yeah, but so, uh, I guess but, in the Mahomes era, there's only one. Yeah. Yeah. So probably the Chargers. This is the best Raiders team of the Mahomes era too. So I, if I were to bet, it would be between four and two and five and one. I just I, like you, I don't buy the Broncos. I don't, if I were to bet right now, I would easily say they were the fourth best team. No finish. They reek of nine and eight. Like, I don't think they're going to be bad, but I also, they're going to be a fringe playoff team. I think. They have question marks on the O-line, new head coach, mm-hmm. and like you said, Fangio leaving, and their defense was only 20th by defensive DVOA last year. Really? And they lost Fangio. I didn't. I thought it was a lot better. I thought it's it was like not, 12th. I didn't know it was all the way down to 20. And I like Sertain. I like Sertain. I like Simmons, but I don't. like. And they lost Shelby Harris. And it's like yeah. outside of Chubb and Sertain and, Har- and uh, Simmons, like Connor said, like who else do they have on that defense? Randy they Gregory. Really? Man. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Randy Six Gregory. You know, proven production. Yeah. No, oh, man. But let's ride. Then, let, let's ride to this question. <laughs> um, Jacob's other take. Patrick Mahomes goes for 5,200 yards, 46 touchdowns, 12 picks. What's up, guys? Thanks again for listening to today's show and taking some time to welcome Roughing the Kicker into your speakers and headphones. We're going to take a quick break to hear from our sponsored programs, and right after that, we'll be right back. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm going to sell. I could see the yards. I could see the interceptions. I'd almost bet on the interceptions, and I think the yards will come close. I just don't think he gets 46 touchdowns. I think he goes between 40 and 44. Yeah, I think he goes 40 to 44, and that's a lot. So you buy 40. If the question was 5,000 plus, 40 plus, 10 plus. Yep, yep. You'd buy that. Yep. I think that's the stat line I would buy too. I think this touchdowns is a little high, even though it's 17-game schedule. I don't think he's hit 40 since his MVP year. I think he had 38. Uh, some he of those were 16. Yeah. Some of those were 16. Um, and I think they're going to run for a few more touchdowns this year. I think they've had a, I think they're going to try and pound it in the end zone when they get closer to the goal line a bit more. I think Rojo can do that. Pacheco wins the, wins the third running back spot. He can do that. So uh, I would buy the line I set. I wouldn't buy the one that Jacob set. Yep. Zach, how about you? Yeah, I'll sell this one as well. I think he probably ends up with like 42, 43 touchdowns thrown, yep. about maybe 4,900 yards. Um, I actually think he throws less picks than 10. Um, there's been a. Ooh. Is that his first? Would that be his first year doing it? No, he threw six in 2019. And I, in 2020, hmm. he threw seven, I think. Or... He threw 12, 5, 6, 13. So yeah, last 12, 5, year was an uptick. So, I mean, the bookend years have been double digits, but the two years in between the two Super Bowl years, he's, um, I think going into the 2020 year, he had no picks or one pick going into like week 10 or something. Yeah. So I can see that again, you know, with a new offense, like a more vanilla offense, more short game passing to Juju and Travis action, perhaps yeah, stuff like that. Like his interceptions come down, but that also means his yards and stuff comes down. So, uh, I'll sell it, but, uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm with it. Um, Kyle, he has a flurry of questions, or I guess takes. I keep calling them questions. I'm used to doing a mailbag. This one, this is Chris Jones last year on the team. I think we all buy this one. I'm going to kick it to Zach first. Do you buy it? Yeah, I buy it. Um, I'll let Connor go because I know he wrote an article on it. So I was going to do Zach is a perfect plug on. He's two for two with this. <laughs> he, he's already getting it down pat. I think it really depends on how he plays this year and what contract he would be looking for. Cause they're definitely going to go to him and ask him if what his number is next year, kind of like they did with Tyree kill. Um, they don't want him to play on the $27 million next year. Cause they're going to see it as a way to make cap space because it's easier for a player to leverage two years left on their deal. And it's easier for a team to leverage one year left on their deal just because there's going to be so little dead money on his contract next year. Um, and there, there's a fair bit this year, so I would sadly buy it, but I think there's, is it a better, like we should have probably seen the Tyree kill. I think we were sounding the alarms a bit, Jordan, though, because we, we were saying, we, no, we weird. definitely were. It was yes. weird. He turned down a restructure, um, which did lead to him being able to be traded because there was less dead money in this year, um, which led to Tyree kill leaving. I don't know if it's more or less like I have a better or worse feeling about him leaving Chris Jones compared to Tyree kill. Um, but I would buy this, him, this being his last year, because I don't know how much they value him. And I don't think it'll be as much as he's going to ask for. Yep. I don't have anything to add Zach. How about you? 
I think they should value him highly, by the yeah. way. I think he, I would give him a three year extension. Um, Cause I think they need one veteran on this team. Who's kind of like an emotional leader. I just don't know if they will see it that way. Well, I, I don't even know what's on the team. I think it's on the D line. Cause like next year, Frank right. is gone for sure. So George is going to be, it'd the, be George. Like that's it. Like, I don't know if I feel comfortable going in. Um, it's probably going to be the same situation going into this draft where it's like, uh, we have one pass rusher and a half. Like we need to get the guy. Um, so like I, like I said, I think it's last year because of just Brett's history, but I don't know how great I feel about it. And then I know Connor's the contract guy, but I think um, when they initially signed the deal, it was structured that it could be traded. Like it was like a, it was really like one Get a low year. signing bonus. Get yeah, a low signing bonus. It was yeah. like basically like, oh, we're gonna we're gonna give you this so we can run it back and then like figure it out from there. I believe they so when they gave it to him, it was he had a really, I think it was like only a $10 million signing bonus or something. And that's the dead money usually in a contract. I do didn't they I believe they restructured it last year though. Yeah. So it did give yeah. them a bit more dead money. Um, but yeah, usually when you trade a player, guaranteed base salary actually goes with them to the new team. There's no dead money created through a trade via that. But the signing bonus is the one that actually accelerates and makes the dead money. Um, so his low salary, um, his low signing bonus led to there being easy like trade outs. Um, but next year, it's like they save like $20 million if they trade them. Something I learned um, a few years back that I just brushed up on today because I was reviewing NBA stuff. They have trade kickers in their contracts. A lot of them do. I was looking at Donovan Mitchell's contract situation, but as a Heat fan, I didn't really give a damn because the team that trades the player has to pay that trade kicker. He has a 15% trade kicker on his $32 million deal. So the Jazz, that decentivizes the team from trading them. But if the player does get dealt, they're going to get that salary. And, you know, NBA doesn't do a ton of, like, signing bonus, like, maneuvering stuff. Like, it's a pretty straightforward type deal. Um, NBA contracts are weird in a good way, I think. I think. As somebody recently getting into the NBA, I've seen a lot of acronyms. I'm like, what does that mean? The the MLE is the MLE. Yeah. Yeah. Because in the NBA, they have the normal cap. Then they have the tax limit, and then they have the hard mm-hmm. cap. So it's like yep. you can go over if you have bird rights. Right. In the NFL, they it's don't have like that luxury tax in baseball. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And then you have the the biannual exception, the mid level exception, the taxpayer mid level exception, the trade exception, the injury waiver exception, whatever that's called. The there's another one I trade think. Ex- too, oh, yeah, so. you said trade exceptions. And yeah. then like minimum salary doesn't count towards salary yep. cap. Like yep. it's. Oh. Yeah. That'd be an interesting one for the NFL. There's yeah. a lot of men's salary guys. Yeah. That's true. CH is not a men's salary guy. Um, Kyle wants to know, or Second it's not a question. Kyle. Yes, it is not a freaking question. It is a take. Kyle knows. This is what he thinks. Um, CH will not lead the team in carries. Do you guys buy or sell? Do you think someone out snaps or out carries CH? This year? If I th- if I think he's getting 1,500 total yards, he's going to leave no the way. team in carries. Yeah. yeah, there's just no yeah. way. I'm with Connor on this one. I'll, I'll yeah. sell it. I think he leads the team in carries by a lot. Of a spot, decent actually. bit. Yeah. I think it'll be like he's a 55 to 60% snap guy. Yeah. Rojo will get like 30, 30. Think about CH and Daryl, except I think Rojo is better than Daryl. Uh, which will surprise some people. But, but Daryl was like one of the worst efficiency, efficient running backs in the league last year. Mm-hmm. And I like him just because he's just, you know, a fan favorite player and you can say Daryl the barrel, but it didn't really matter when you look at the advanced stats and you see, oof, the Chiefs offensive line was making these like nice run plays and nobody was taking advantage of it. Yeah. I, my opinion of Ronald Jones and how he should be utilized almost certainly does not line up with how the Chiefs are actually going to do it. Yeah, if I'm the head coach, I'm outrunning Ronald Jones with Clyde Edwards-Alaire, or I guess the opposite. Um, I'm giving him more carries than CH, a slight split. The Chiefs aren't going to do that. I, I would be very, very shocked if that happened. I would put CH as the role he had when McKinnon was going off the come in, run the ball maybe 10 times a game, if that get 
10 to 12 total touches be pissed off and angry. He'd definitely be pissed off and angry if that was the case, um, but I don't think that happens. So I'm going to sell. I think he definitely um, leads the team in carries. Zach, are you in that same boat? Yeah, yeah. Okay. With you guys. Hardman will lead the wide receivers in targets. Connor, no, we'll kick it to Zach. Zach, do you buy or sell that Hardman will get more targets, not catches targets, than any Chiefs wide out? Sell. Um, Hardman? He's an interesting player because yeah. we look at him as a gadget guy, and like he mm-hmm. he really is a he's a he's a two like you know how like in NBA they call it a three level score. He's like a two level wide receiver. Like it's either deep or it's behind the line of scrimmage. So uh-huh. I think that count. I think that accounted for like it's like Rondale Moore. <laughs> yeah. So it it, <laughs> yeah. it accounted for eighty percent of his like targets last year. So I just don't see it because especially that if if with a two um, if they keep playing the two high coverages, he's going to be the guy that's going to take them away and then let Kelsey and MVS and Juju work underneath. So I'm going to bet that Juju or MVS out targets him and maybe both of them, but I just need one of them. So I'll sell. I would be pretty shocked if it wasn't Juju that led the wide receivers and targets personally, Same. just because I feel like he's the guy that Mahomes will turn to, to create in the intermediate part of the field. Who will get the first downs, be a reliable catcher for him, work with him on scramble drills. I just feel like it'll be Juju. I don't, I would be pretty shocked if like, even like Sky Morris, like I would be shocked because he's a rookie. Um, and Hardman, like Zach said, he's it's just catches aren't really his game, and that's fine. That's not it doesn't like he needs he doesn't need to be a high volume guy. It's that a he has a good talent, he's fast, he can make people miss, good stop start. So just give him the ball in space, but he's not like the best route runner. He's not like a first down creator, um, like consistently. So I just, I don't see how he would have the most targets and catches. Yep. I'm with you guys. I think it's Juju Connor. You mentioned sky Moore. that just so happens to be Kyle's final take here. Sky Moore will have less than 30 receptions and less than 300 yards. I'm going to sell that. I'm iffy on the exact amount of catches he's going to have, but I think that sounds almost okay. I think he gets more than 10 yards of pop. And I know that he kind of thrived on slants in college, but I think just by sheer not being the first, second, or third option on offense, maybe even the fourth option on offense, that he gets bigger plays when he does get the ball. Um, So I'm going to sell that he has that bad of a rookie season. Zach and I have talked about rookie expectations. We'll talk about Karloftis here in a second. Connor and I have talked about Sky Moore. I think he does better than this. I don't know by how much, but I think he does do better. Connor, how about you? I, I really like Sky Moore, so I think he's going to do way better than that. So I'll sell as well. Um, it's hard to see how the four wide receivers, how much they'll play and like what formations mm-hmm. are going to kind of use. Where are they just going to like bench a few dudes and what kind of formations will they be on the field for? But I think he's going to be playing enough snaps to where I think he might play in like the Byron Pringle role kind of. I can see um, where he's kind of just like a big slot in some like spread out formations and stuff. And they'll run enough of those where he'll get more than three 30 receptions and 300 yards. So I'm going to sell. Zach. Yeah. I think sky's versatility alone gets him 30 receptions and 300 yards. Like um, I think I'm not sure on Harbin's number, but I think it was somewhere close to 600 yards in his rookie year. And that's when he was playing behind uh, Tyree, Kelsey, Sammy, D Rob was there ahead of him for a little bit. So um, I think he can get 30 receptions and 30 yards or 300 yards, not 30 yards. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say, if he doesn't get 30 yards, something like he's got like, hurt or there's a serious That's problem. a lot of bubble screens that did nothing, man. Yeah. Yeah. But um, um, yeah, I'm, yeah. Uh, I'm going to sell it. So yeah. Yep. I'm with you. Um, George Karloftis. This is from Garrett Williams. George Karloftis gets double digit sacks. In his rookie year, I don't think any of us are huge George Karloftis fans. I think Connor's the biggest one on this podcast, but I don't even think Connor will buy this because that is a lot for a rookie. Are you buying it? No. Yes. I no. I am buying the. I this man is training with Bobby. Oh my! And he looks so he looks so it's it's a lot. He's gonna play a lot. He's going to play so much. He's going to have the most snaps of any defensive end on the team. Chris Jones is going to help him get so many sacks because 
If he didn't have Chris Jones, I would say sell easily. He would get like success, but his high motor paired with Chris Jones pushing the pocket is really going to <laughs> probably get him some like coverage sacks or like pressure sacks where the quarterback rolls off to his side. Um, I'm also buying like he lost 15 pounds. I think that's a really big deal. He looked better as a freshman at the lighter weight. And I think he'll, that'll add some flexibility. It's not going to be a lot. He's not going to be like Von Miller flexibility, but it, Jordan, I like the player. I like that he lost weight pairing with Chris Jones. Really good. He's going to play the most snaps of any defensive end easily. I just, I think it will come together. I, I, I like this a lot. I, I, no, I'm a I sell like person. I, I like it, but I, I would, I would love to see it. I think it's going to be close, man. Because I mean, Connor's right. He made all the right points. He's going to play the most snaps. Chris yeah. Jones is going to help him. Um, so that that will help him a lot. Uh, I when Jordan Jordan said like we're not big fans of the player. I think a lot of the film, like recently of 2020 and 2021, hasn't been great. But I know like some people like Matty Lane pointed out that 2019 film was when he was lighter yeah. and that was yeah. much better. So can he return to that form? Yeah, maybe. But ten sacks is so hard because. I, I did a charting of it and it's like, there's only even three guys, three rookies, first rounders that have got 10 sacks in their rookie year. So Joey Bosa, Bradley Chubb, Micah Parsons. Right. And then like, even like Nick Bosa, Miles um, Garrett, like guys who are, are chase young, like guys who are elite guys, they don't get 10 sacks their rookie year. So for um, Carl Loftus, sorry, I lost my thought there. Um, who was almost drifted to the second round. I can, it's going to be hard for me to see him get 10 sacks this year. So that's a sell. I think it's going to be a similar type thing to Bradley Chubb though, who I don't think is honestly that great of a player. I mean, it might've been the ACL tear that sapped him a bit, but it was a Von Miller really helped Bradley Chubb get those sacks because there was that elite presence that helped push pockets and take uh, pressure away from him. And that's <laughs> going to be the same thing with Carl Loftus too. That's Jadavian Clowney think- right now. <laughs> He's like 30. Um, I just, the, the motor with Chris Jones, it, like they need somebody like Carl Loftus who just keeps going and going and going because Jones can get there so quickly. But if a quarterback avoids him and resets his pocket, they, they could do it last year against the chiefs. Cause nobody was motoring, pushing that pocket. And that's what Carl Loftus can do. It is a, it is a bold prediction. I'll give you that. Like it's, it doesn't happen a lot with rookies, but I don't think rookie pass rushers really are in the position Carl Loftus is in to where he's going to place like maybe a thousand snaps his rookie year. So he's going to have all the opportunity in the world. And I think he can get it home 10 times. I think it can happen. I, I don't dislike any of the logic. I love the logic you laid out and all of it's pretty correct. Honestly, I, I'm just I, I'm shocked. You, I was absolutely, just, I was floored. I had to I mute my microphone. It, I looked at it. I thought about it, I'm like, I don't know if I've like, if I was given like, if I had to bet a thousand dollars on yeah, this, yeah. I wouldn't probably do it. But I mean, sixty percent. I kind of feel that way. Like, but like, if I, I gave a you a thousand bucks and said, shot. "Connor, go put some money on yeah, this," I would, would you? Okay. Because yeah. the odds I'm gonna are go, really good. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I think he gets gonna, between five say. and a half and six and a half. And five and a half for a rookie, I'm fine with that. He's going to play good run defense, and I think the pressure rate's going to be fine. Six and a half would be splendid i think for ricky um anything above that would be gravy i don't think he's going to have like a four sack ricky season or anything crazy like that so i think the floor is set at five at least which much is much like mahomes somebody has to get the targets somebody has to get these sacks man do they do do they though like what if they're last place Weren't, weren't they, they 28th have? last year? No, they, were, I think they, were th- they were like 11th in pressures, but 29th in sacks. It was yeah. weird. Yeah. I don't I mean, also don't know how they got those pressures. Was it all Christians? <laughs> no, I think they had they had 30 sacks or something last year. Yeah. So like you can yeah. theoretically like get that same amount, and him he's not gonna get 10 if that's the nut they end up with. Sure. Well, okay. Between I'll give you one more. Between Leo Chanel. And Karloftis, 15 and a half sacks no. over under. No. I went three and a half for Chanel. I went three and a half for Kando. I'm going five and a half for so let, let's do the math here. So if the Chiefs got I'm 30 gonna, sacks again and Chris why Jones. You do got the math? I'm gonna 11. shout out somebody somebody postulated Leo Chanel and like a Micah Parsons rookie level season. 
because they're like uh their uh, athletic testing was basically the same i also looked it up because i thought he had longer arms micah parsons arms are only half an inch longer than uh, leo chanel so yeah, but, that's not even uh parsons has a like elite like ben like he, he like well, when yeah. he when he plants his feet at Ben, like chanel's very like straight line brick kind of guy so i don't know but maybe if the Chiefs get 30 sacks, let's give them 32 just to just to be nice. Chris oh, Jones has 11 cool. of them, which I don't think would be anything crazy. I wouldn't bank on that, but let's just say. Return to um, form. 32 minus 11. Let's say Frank Clark got six, which I would bet on, I think. I know a lot of people wouldn't. I'm going to give him six. Let's say Legere Steed has two. <laughs> let's say. Nick Bolton has two. Like Bolton has two. Let's say there are Justin Breed slash Bond Thornhill combined for two. That leaves nine. Let's say two for a random All like Dana explosion. Um, that's seven. Like like either the Chiefs are going to have to have a lot more sacks or Karloftis is going to have to have an outlier rookie season. I, just I still really love like, it. I like the Chris Jones Karloftis pair. They play to each other's strengths really well. So. We played it. each other's strengths pretty well. I think this three-man pod's We need more good. disagreements on this podcast, Jordan. I'm providing the people what they want. I have that problem with... I was talking to somebody recently about that, actually. They're like, why don't you ever, like, argue? And I'm like, I I did debate in middle school, and I was like, this is dumb. Like, I don't like arguing with people. I, I don't find it fun. I like... At the end of the day, none of us really... Well, at least I don't think I know anything for certain. So I'm like, if people disagree, I'm like, whatever. Um, but we do need more disagreements. I'm, I'm I, not going to like do it. I'm not going to force it, but I do think we need more. I also think like during this time of the year, uh, there's a lot of stuff that's like logic based that like we can just yeah. all see. And like, we're like, oh yeah, that's what we need to do. So there's not like, maybe like during the season, like, you know, Jordan's going to pick his Rams against the chiefs and we're going to have an argument about yeah, why Rams. the chiefs are going to win. So, I, I already have my play. Super Bowl pick or I, I have my AFC champion pick already made. Ooh, I bet the Chiefs are one of them. The Chiefs would be probably second or third on my list. We're we're gonna wait. We're gonna talk about it. We're gonna talk about it. We're gonna talk about it. Um, Nate Carter. We're gonna knock this out very quickly because I think we already kind of did. McCall Harmon breaks out in a big way, twelve hundred yards to go with double digit touchdowns. I'm selling. I think he gets close to a thousand yards. I think he get eight or nine touchdowns. Um, I would almost go double digit total touchdowns before i would go 1200 yards because that just seems like a lot double digit the double digit total touchdowns um which i don't know if that's what nate was going for i think would be more attainable but i don't think either happened connor how about you i just don't have enough confidence in what they'll do at wide receiver because i think they're changing how they're going to the offense is going to look compared to the tyree kill years they've already said as much so we know they will i just don't like i said i don't know if it's going to actually feature a wide receiver so i'm going to sell this yep sack yeah like you said we we've been talking about the whole time how it's going to be a spread out offense so to get 10 touchdowns and even if it's total i think it's still going to be really hard for him to get 10 touchdowns so i'm gonna sell yep andrew walsh final question we're gonna run up on an hour pod this might be an rtk record um i'd almost bet that it is the Chiefs go 14 and three and get the number one seed and the buy in the AFC. Zach, we're going to start with you. Are you buying or selling a 14 and three season? Keep in mind, Chiefs went 12 and five last year. So I was looking at the Vegas odds and they, they have this win total set at 10 and a half. And then I go to Mahomes and Reed's history and they win 12 games each year. If the Okay, so I'm going to buy it. Let's just say that. I'll buy it. But if it was 13, it's a strong buy. 14's like, like Connor said, like 60, 40. I'll I'll lean by. I think if you look at the schedule, like I looked at it, and if you break it down, there's times where it's really tough. But every time that you get tough, you get these easy like patches. So early in the season, you have the Cardinals, who I don't think are going to be, I think, like I can put this, we're going to smoke them week one. And then you have that um, Chargers, Colts, Bucks stretch. I think you lose one there, and then you can you probably lose one in the following four to five weeks, and then you have you have um, and then the the last hard really hard stretch is that uh, L.A. L.A. 
Bengals, Broncos. I don't, I don't know. I don't think yeah, it's yeah. order. Yeah. But it's those four teams. And I think you drop one there and then the rest, you just win. So I'm going to go 14, three. Connor. There's too many good teams on the schedule, man. I'm going to sell it. I think the issue with me for me is losing Tyree kill plus the turnover on defense plus the, the change the offense has to undergo. I just, I, in the schedule, I just can't see 14. They've won 14 games once with Mahomes. And I think that schedule is probably much easier. Um, so I think I would still bet them to win the division. Um, but I can't see first seed and buy, especially when you look at some of the other schedules around the AFC and you go, well, that one's way easier for like the bills. Um, so I'm going to have to sell this. I, they could, they could get it. I'm not ruling it out. I think Zach's potentially correct with his like spacing it out and they could definitely only lose three, but, um, I'm going to sell. I'm going to sell. I think they, I'm going to take the over on the Vegas over under of 10 and a half. I'm going to go 11 and six. I'm going to stay consistent with the pick that I made the night the schedule came out. Um, I think it comes down to a tiebreaker in the AFC West between the Chiefs and whoever it is at 11 and six, probably the Chargers. That's who I would bet on. I think the Chiefs probably somehow come out with that and they end up winning the division. If they end up a wild card team, I don't think that's an indictment. It's going to come down to, I think, a one game type deal. And they have games later in the year that could decide the division. Um, I could see 12 and five pretty easily. I'd be hard pressed to see 10 and seven. Like I see a world where it happens, but I don't think they fall off and go 10 and seven. So I would settle in at 11 and six. Um, Yeah. Quote unquote fall off. I like how that's a fall off year. Exactly. And still still have a chance with the best quarterback in the league. But I think if I had to bet on a Super Bowl champ or a AFC champ, I'd bet Buffalo. If I had to bet on an AFC West champ, I'd bet the Chiefs. There's no other AFC team, I think, as of right now, before this season. I'd say, well, they're going to give the Chiefs a lot of trouble in the AFC. Like, you know, Baltimore is a trendy pick. Cincinnati just went. The Chargers are fun, yada, yada. It's still Buffalo and the Chiefs, I think, at the top in some order. Um, I would lean Buffalo just because the Chiefs have a lot of changes. But those changes pan out, like Zach said, they could go on a run. They could go on several runs throughout the year and only lose a few games. So I'm going to go 11-6. and six. I'm going to sell. I don't think they're going to fall off. I just think they play tough teams. The rest of the AFC plays tough teams. Buffalo doesn't play a bunch of tough teams, um, which doesn't directly impact the Chiefs a lot. But I'll go under on that. Yeah, I mean, I know Connor's point about the defense being new and stuff, but every single year the defense starts off slow. So yeah, it's not yeah. like they, the defense has killed them in years past. I understand the change. It will with this schedule. <laughs> well, but well, it was literally slow also. Like you have to like if they're making mistakes this year, at least they're going to be fast. Yeah. Instead of being dumb and slow, sure. they're just going to be dumb. Yeah. So I guess um, dumb is kind of a harsh word, but you guys know what I mean. <laughs> you guys know what I mean. Mental lapses. There was a lot yes. of them. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, the, but the defense hasn't been like top 10 ever like to start the season or during the entire season. So yeah, if you get a little improvement, more plays made because of athleticism, I think that upticks and I get the losses on the offense are going to hurt and stuff, but I just like one thing that I look at when like you look at Mahomes versus other quarterbacks or the chiefs versus other teams and like knock on wood, hopefully you don't, when you look back at the season, the chiefs don't lose games where it's like, how the hell did you lose that? Like the Buffalo Bills lost to the Jaguars, like nine six. Like that was terrible. Chiefs don't have like. Hopefully they don't have this, but like they don't have games where they just like, to, like they lose to like this the bottom dwellers of the league. So like you get those free wins, and then they're always competitive. Remember the, what was a stat where it was like Mahomes didn't lose by more than one score for like three years until yeah, yeah. until yep. the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. So like stuff like that, like that he's gonna keep you in games. It just a matter of if the rest can make make enough plays, and I think they will. And I think fourteen three is reasonable. I think if they would go fourteen three, get the first seed in the bye. I think Andy Reid should finally, after a while where I thought he should one year be in contention at least, he could finally win Coach of the Year. Um, he's kind of getting the Bill Belichick treatment where it's like people just expect it. So they just don't give it to him. Yeah. I mean, Matt Nagy won it one year for heaven's sake. Um, 
But if they actually do that with, when they lost Tyreek Hill and a lot of turnover on defense, I think he would actually finally uh, win it. And that would probably be a good year for Mahomes MVP season again. Cause I know a lot of people are like, if Tyreek Hill leaves and he has a great season, it's like, well, then Mahomes is just great. So he kind of deserves it. So a lot of things could happen from a year like that. I just don't, I think there's just too much going against it. Follow Connor on Twitter at Connor with an E underscore DKC. Follow Zach on Twitter at Zach Eisen 21. It needed to be said guys, fantastic podcast. Um, fantastic time. We'll have to do a three man pod more often. I think this was a pretty good time. Yeah. So people looking at our podcasts. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. It was a great time. I mean, Going back to it needed to be said, did you see <laughs> his house tour? That's why he moved to Miami. That house is ridiculous. Yes. I, I'm just going to say yes and nod my head. Um, it needed to be bought. Getting in trouble. Yes. It needed to be bought. Yeah. We will uh, we'll DM each other after the podcast. Um, guys, thank you for coming on. Um, everyone, thank you for tuning in. I will be back with Mark Van Sickle next Monday for, I guess, next Tuesday. I'll be recording Monday of Mondays with Mark. Um, So until then, take care, stay safe, have a great weekend, and I'll talk to you then. The Roughing the Kicker Chiefs podcast is a Kansas City Chiefs podcast hosted and produced by Jordan Foote in association with ArrowheadReport.com and almost entirely LLC. Subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcasts or by going to smarturl.it slash RTK show. For more Kansas City Chiefs coverage, go to Sports Illustrated's home through the Kansas City Chiefs, ArrowheadReport.com.